This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. What old toy do you still have that you think actually might be worth something? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Okay, the reason why I'm asking is yeah, because asking? I just saw this story about a prototype of a Star Wars action figure that never actually made it to the toy store shelves. Oh, that's um, cool. It's a prototype of Boba Fett. Mm. It just sold for one hundred twelve thousand, almost one hundred thirteen thousand dollars, uh, in an online event that was hosted by Hakes Auctions of York. Um, it was just the prototype and it was expected to be released as part of a toy line in 1980, uh, after the empire strikes back, but it didn't make it to shelves. Uh, almost $113,000. Is it because, um, because again, it's Boba Fett looks like Boba Fett, who's bounty hunter, but, um, he's got a little thing on his back, which, uh, apparently launches one of his rockets. Mm Mm-hmm. Was that like a choking hazard or something? Is that why they never released it? Why it didn't get released? Um, I I don't know. It was apparently put on display at a toy fair, but it just was never uh, mass produced. It Hmm. was pulled. uh, Oh, yeah, it was actually. You're right. It was the choking choking hazard. It was deemed to be a hazard. I'm just looking at it. I'm like, that seems like a choking hazard. But you know what's funny? Because I was thinking like in the 80s, we didn't seem to care about that. We had like jarts and stuff. Like we didn't seem to care about choking hazards back then but yes that is why it never made it to mass production and that is why it was so valuable but it got me thinking about like you know i i my my father recently died and in january we went back into the attic of that house and we were looking my brother and i at all of our old toys and some of the things that we grabbed and kind of brought home i thought well i wonder if those are worth anything and uh, actually, one of them is we have a vi- like, I don't even I didn't even collect Beanie Babies. I have absolutely oh. no idea where this Beanie Baby came from. But my kids did research on this one particular Beanie Baby. And it is and you're a, gonna be a millionaire now. No, but it's it's pretty, pretty valuable. Like how, what are we talking? Ten thousand. It just is a pretty valuable, rare Beanie Baby. Or are you concerned somebody going to come take your Beanie Baby? Yeah, maybe a little bit. It's a big deal. It's apparently like the you can just Google it. What is one of the most, it's in the top 10 rare Beanie Babies. Okay. It's crazy. So my kids did the research on it. I'm so glad. I mean, because could you send your kids to college on this Beanie no, Baby? No, but I could send myself to like a cruise. Okay. And my whole family. And maybe or get one of the. on two cruises alone. And get like the nice, the nice like state room. Like a penthouse. Okay. Like it's, and it's a dumb Beanie Baby. 
I don't know what we're going to do with it because I don't know what do you do. I don't know who wants the Beanie Sell Babies. It? But how do you, I don't even know how to do that. Do you see what Beanie I mean? How, anyway, we don't need to talk about my toys. Let's talk about other people's <laughs> toys. 651-641-1071. Do you have a toy, an old toy that you think might actually be worth something? Alice is on the line. Hi, Alice. Hi. What toy do you have that might be worth something? Well, you know, I don't know if it's worth much, but it's from 1968, the old plastic pickup sticks. They were one of my children's. Oh. And somehow through the years, I managed to save a couple items, and that's one of them. That's awesome. Well, maybe Antiques Roadshow will run through town someday, and you can find out. (laughs) Alice, have you ever, like, had it? Had it valued? Appraised. Appraised, as they, they say. The no, you. I haven't, but I've been thinking of getting an appraiser out because I have other items. Mm. Uh, some from my grandma uh, back in the 40s. Oh, sure. Um, so, no, I've been thinking about having somebody come out and appraise you a few things. That. That's a good yeah. idea. Thank you, Alex. Alice, uh, let's go to Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Nikki, do you have an old toy laying around that you think might actually be worth something? Hi, guys. I do. I have a ton of Fisher-Price. Oh, Fisher-Price toys, like the old barn and stuff? I have, yes, I have the old barn, and then I also have that crazy tree house with the little swing. Oh, sure. <gasps> oh, I love that thing. Remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. And, then I also, and then I also have a bunch of, like, food items, like little bottles, and one looked like a little Chef Boyardee. He was like a weevil wobble, but he was bigger. Do you remember him? Interesting. Why? I do. Like, why Wait, did he had you... A little, did he have a little black mustache? He did, yeah, yeah, with a yellow shirt. Yeah. I totally remember those. Why did you keep all these? Or, you know, and are they in decent condition? They're in decent condition. I have them sitting in my kitchen, and they just make me happy. Oh, that's, that's delightful. So cute. I love that. Yeah. Thank that's you. Simple. Have you ever had them appraised? Pardon? Have you ever had them appraised? No, because I just look at them and go, yeah, that's awesome. You know, they're really just for your happiness. Water mm-hmm. and get the dust off of them. Yeah, they just make me happy. I love that. Thank love you, it. Nikki. Let's go to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Do you have any old toys that you think might actually be worth something? I do. She's not that old. I'm almost thirty-five, and I got her at like the end of high school, or like so maybe like two thousand three, two thousand four. It's the pregnant midge that did not have a cutout of Alan in the box. What? Okay, I what do these that. words mean? I have no idea what you're describing right now. Pregnant so Midge Barbie, with a cutout? Yeah, so Barbie's friend Midge, she was pregnant, and you could take off her stomach and she had a baby inside. Ooh, I forgot but about she, that. Yeah, but she had no husband, and I was like, ooh, this is going to be worth something. That's and hilarious. Her, yeah, and then sure enough, people put up a stink, so then they put out a cardboard cutout of Alan, her husband, one of Ken's friends, and then people still put up a stink, so then they took it off the shelf, but I have the original one with no husband. Okay, that's wow. hilarious, and it's still in the box and everything. Yes, and last time I looked it up, it was worth like a hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. Not crazy, but compared to what I paid for it, like that's it went up quite a bit. <laughs> amazing! I'm actually looking at some of the original boxes, and you're right. Like in the first edition, it just was Midge, pregnant Midge. Yeah. Well, here it says. Uh, the Mattel Happy Family Midge and Baby Doll set one nineteen on eBay right now. Wow! Okay, so it went down a little bit, but it's like I still have it. It's so cool to me. Yeah, I would hold on to that. <laughs> Thank you. you know, Thanks, Ashley. That's big. Up. I will tell you. I remember when that Midge came out, or maybe I don't. What year was that? I do remember seeing this at one point in my life and being like, I don't think you can just take a belly off 
and have a baby there. Okay, I do. Then yeah, I do remember that. Let's go to Lily. Hi, Lily. Lily, do you have a toy that you think actually might be worth something? Um, well, no, actually, I was going to comment about the Beanie Baby. I think it's a Princess Diana one, and it's, like, going for over $120,000. So I am driving home from work right now, and I'm going to look to see what we have because I bought Beanie Babies. I mean, let me tell you, I would go to all the Walgreens anywhere they had them, and I would buy them for my kids. And so now I'm wondering if we have one of those. So yes. Excited to get home, but I'm not going to speed. Okay, don't. You don't drive speed. safely. Well, 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 yes, but anyways, I have this. Um, I have this um, figure that it's it's a dog, and the eyes it's a clock, and you wind it up, and the the eyes go back and forth. Yeah, I think that's worth some money. Oh, and so I'm I will. Google it and find out. Yeah, you should. It's really old. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, I'm so excited. I love it. Well, Lily, keep us us posted uh, and feel free to take us on a cruise or something. I'm just saying. (laughs) If you find that beanie baby, we'll take a 15%. Sure. Yes. You're welcome. welcome. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for a Chonus bonus. We got to check in and see what Priyanka and Nick are up to. Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. It's our favorite publication. It's time for a Jonas bonus on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and uh, whenever Hi. we talk about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, they're our favorite publationship. That's a relationship solely for the purposes of publicity. We call it a Jonas bonus. It's time for a Jonas bonus. <laughs> okay, so are you Jonas ready? Uh, let me check. Hold on. Yep. Okay. So, um, do you know that? Oh, shoot. And here's what I want you to do first. Okay. Because I need to get the right article in front of me. And I did this uh, earlier and then I didn't put the right link down. Would you just remind people, please, who the players are in this story? Who the players are. Thank you. Okay. So, Priyanka Chopra, you know her from such award winning movies as (laughs) Baywatch. Stop. Uh, and also the oft-cited Quantico television show. You will rem- remember that by her knee brace. Uh, Priyanka Chopra got married to Nick Jonas, one of the Joe Bros, one of the Jonas brothers. We were quick to point out that all of this didn't quite add up in the way that we like to see relationships add up. And it seemed as though they were always out front talking about this relationship without really anything to back up the weird stories they were telling. We thought, no, this is a relationship that is solely for the purposes of publicity. Then they got married in a lavish 3,000 day wedding in India. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems like it because it's still going on, uh, which was featured heavily in in People Magazine. I'm telling you. Um, Yeah, I just saw an article about it today about some aspect of the wedding. There's like this thing where you go around a fire seven times. And I guess Nick Jonas was talking about it. Did he lose count or something? I, know, I, I mean, what like what pray tell have we not heard yet about this wedding? Well, anyway, uh, we just like to highlight when they're trying to pull the wool over our eyes. What are they doing now? Okay, so the headline today was now who is her favorite bestie? Well, allegedly Meghan Markle is her super ding, bestie, ding, ding. but oddly, before we go on to the story that you're about to share, uh, we have not seen the two of them together. 
ever. Because the only reason we know that they were besties is because Priyanka Chopra was at her wedding. Yeah. But did uh, Meghan Markle go to Priyanka Chopra's wedding? Nope. Nope. But the Prime Minister of India did. Hmm. Interesting. Did Here's Priyanka that- Chopra go to Meghan Markle's New York baby shower? I think she did. No, she did not. Holly? No. Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. Are you sure? Positive. Was busy. I feel like she was in New York, and we saw no, these photos. No, there were stories. Mm. There were stories. Okay. She was in New York. We did see photos, but she did not go to the shower. And there were stories about why she couldn't make it. Yeah, because they're not friends. Um, yeah. Here's the headline: How does distance impact Meghan Markle's friendship with Priyanka Chopra? Oh, Who geez. do you think wrote that article? Priyanka Chopra. No, Dirk Winifred. <laughs> oh. Which is her pen name? Thank you. <laughs> Because Dirk Winifred, Dirk Winifred wrote an article on the showbiz cheat sheet, rhymes with cheat sheet, and um, and they want you Did to. Did you say cheat cheese? Yes, cheat cheese. Ooh, celebration of food. Yeah. Happy birthday, or whatever they used to do. Anyway, how does distance impact Meghan Markle's friendship with Priyanka Chopra? Wow, yeah, I know. I've been very concerned. Like, how does this great distance affect these wonderfully friendly people, right? Yeah. Like, you know, but they're on different continents. So did Dirk sit down with both of them and have a hard-hitting no, interview about no. how they maintain their friendship? No, but I will tell you that Dirk, um, <laughs> Dirk did lay out Everything we know about the two of them, which has really nothing to do with the stated purpose of the article. But he does quote a source who spoke openly to E! News. Oh, Priyanka Chopra. Who says that, you know, the absence between these two... Makes the heart grow fonder? ...doesn't really mean anything about their friendship. According to the insider, they're still close. And Megan confides in Priyanka... Priyanka... About the adjustment she's had to make being a royal. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Is there more? I think friendships depend on people individually and how personal your relationship is. When you have real friends like ours, it doesn't matter what people look at you as or where your world goes. You just sort of stay friends. And I think that's what we're like. Oh my gosh. What? (laughs) What? That was Priyanka Chopra. Oh, no, that was Priyanka Chopra. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, that (laughs) That is the kind of stuff she says. That was actually, that was actually Priyanka Chopra speaking to People magazine. Okay, thank you. I'm like, hold on a second. But but kudos you for recognizing it. That was a full on without you even telling me. I knew that was a Priyanka Chopra because she has like a Farrah Abraham way of talking. Which means nothing. Yes. Or, I mean, what the you're way, saying is the, the, words the words she uses mean nothing. Mean nothing. The word yeah. Again, she structures are very. Priyanka Chopra. This is really just a story about how Priyanka Chopra would like you to remember that she at one time had some sort of social dalliance with Meghan Markle because they were both in Hollywood at similar times. I think it had more to do with their yachting. Oh. Uh-huh. Tell us more about that. Well, yachting is the experience of being on a yacht. A yacht. <laughs> but it means but so much more than it that. It does. It, there is like a whole, um, there's a whole sort culture. of culture around yachting where women are, and men for that matter, are used to be, uh, are paid to be entertainment for. Paid or promised to receive connections, relationships, 
um, mostly not actually um, delivered upon. Yeah. So sometimes it can be sex work. Sometimes it can be just companionship. And it's all done with either some sort of monetary exchange or the promise of a connection or a role or something like that. And a lot of names that you know quite well of actors and actresses that you know quite well have been part of this yachting culture. And Priyanka Chopra and Meghan Markle are... Two of those. That have so been basically, associated. what she's saying is, we used to do some high-profile sex work on yes. expensive yachts. Correct. Oh God, people are listening, and they're like, "You two have lost Deep your damn in the shallow, mind." That's what we do. I don't care, but um, yeah. Anyway, Meghan Markle would like you to understand nothing because Priyanka Chopra um, wants you to remember their friend. In other words, if you see that headline, don't read it. Dirk doesn't Winifred. know what Dirk is talking. Dirk. Winifred. I'm going to do some Googling on him and yeah. see if he's an actual person. Okay, fun. What do you want to bet? I, I, I doubt it. When okay. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots for you. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have a name for those dumb people. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Forgot where we were. Well, then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. We're going to Florida. You guys, that's where we're starting. We're going to Florida. We're going to a strip club in Florida, in the Florida area, in the Florida Keys, to be more Pacific. It's called... Well, actually, it's Atlantic. You're right. To be more Atlantic, Mm -hmm. it's called Woody's. It's It's a strip club. It's a strip club. (laughs) Woody's. Oh, Woody's. It's called oh, Woody's. That sounds like a great name for I, a strip club. I wonder if it's because they have a lot of furniture made of unfinished wood. Do, Do they, they have yeah, probably. woodpecker yeah. feeders out Could front? be. Yeah. I wonder, that's an interesting name mm-hmm. for a strip club. Woody's. I wonder why. Anyway, uh, okay, so he, <laughs> so this guy, Chris Sutton, he's 36. He and his wife, they were trying to spice things up. And so they decided, date night, let's go to Woody's. And they ended up at the strip club. Methinks that that was his idea. Anyway, she, the wife, got pulled up on stage by the strippers. Oh, she was like, that's a fun time, right? Yeah, she was like, I get to be dinner and a show and I get to be part of the show. Uh, So the strippers started to undress her and she was like totally fine with it. She was like, yeah, man, like she was into it. But Chris was not into it. He was like, do not take my wife's clothes off. So he started yelling at her. His wife, she walked off the stage and left because she was like, screw you, Chris. I wanted to have my big stripper debut and you're just harshing my mellow. She was like, I'm not going to do it at all. She left. She ended up in the parking lot. He met her in the parking lot. The two of them started arguing and he threatened to kill her if she left. Oh, my God. So this random guy stepped in and then Chris punched him in the nose. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. He's getting, uh, he's facing battery charges for punching the random guy who just tried to help. All because he took his wife to a strip club and things just didn't go the way he planned, I guess. Can I just say 
I feel like if you can't handle your wife at a strip club or your wife being at a strip club, right? Right. Maybe don't bring her to a strip Again, club. Again, I think this was his idea because I think he thought, well, this will be great. I'll, I'll make her think that I'm like trying to spice up things in our bedroom and I'll just go see boobies. Or maybe he thought he was going to shop for unfinished wood furniture. Maybe he didn't know it was a strip club. Maybe he thought it was a Toy Story themed restaurant. Maybe he thought it was a lumber yard. There's so many options. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought it was a crafty woodworking place. Maybe he thought it was Woody Harrelson. You maybe he thought he bar. he was going to Woody like Harrelson's a Cheers house. Knockoff. Yeah, totally. No, and that would be confusing. It would be very confusing. Yeah. Anyway. I'd like to go on Cliff Clavin night though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. You'd probably would. win. Like if they had a trivia. Yeah. Oh quiz. gosh, somebody should oh. have a Cliff Clavin trivia quiz. Hollywood be. We should do Holly versus Cliff Clavin. Cliff Clavin. Oh, I was thinking, you know, Cliff Clavin stripping mm. ish. You know. Holly ishy ish ishta ish to poo. Ish to poo. Gross. Ish to poo. Is that a thing? <laughs> well, it is now. Shh. It's a wig. <laughs> okay. Let's amuse ourselves with this story, okay. shall we? Yes. Another crazy, stupid idiot. Now, this is kind of a tragedy, but it's. There's wow, some I love I love when there's, we get these where you're like, wow, this isn't funny at all because there's a tragedy involved. There's a tragedy, but look, the silver lining is there's some bizarre. Okay, it's just it's sad, but I'm gonna tell. <laughs> I can't it wait anyway. for you to dress this <laughs> one up. It's a wig. Um. Okay, so a police officer was supposed to be waiting at the home of a family where a loved one had died, and it uh. It's. I'm not even going to tell you the story because it's just going to make it that much worse. Okay. Let's just say somebody died at the home. A police officer was waiting for the undertaker to arrive. Uh-huh. While they were waiting, he became a crazy, stupid idiot. And oh, that is the redeeming part of this okay, thank tragedy. You. Okay, thank you. He while they were while the while they were waiting. So there is literally a passed away person uh-huh. in the home, uh-huh. and a police officer is waiting. For the family to arrive. Nope. For the undertaker undertaker to arrive. Yep. And at that point, the police officer decides Uh to steal all the deceased person's underwear. No. Okay. To, um, I can't think of anything else weird. Buy porn. Oh, whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. On their TV. So pay for the undertaker. The Undertaker shows up and realizes that the dead person isn't the only stiff thing in the house. No. Really? Okay. Which stiff am I here for? Oh, God. I'm so glad I didn't tell you the other, just the rest of the story okay. because now you can have laughter. Okay. Laughter is good. It's a gift. Thank you. Uh, it is understood. You know, the British are so delightful because this happened in the UK. It is understood that the uh, police officer made four purchases, at least two of which were made when the the uh, body remained in the home. Okay, how long? That was a late undertaker. Like, I would maybe... Well, yeah, I don't... That's the thing. I don't understand why there, it would have taken so long. Um, yeah. I, I Like, there's really nothing else redeeming about this story. Okay, the thank you for not... Is, really just that a police officer is waiting for an undertaker and buys the adult movie. Congratulations on your <sighs> pun. 
Thanks. I felt good about it. Do you have one more so for us? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, we're going to go to New York. We're going to go to New York. We're going to go to a Broadway show? Yeah, I got a gun. Let's go to a Broadway show. Yeah. Uh, okay. 25-year-old Manuel Torres from uh, Quebecois, from Quebec, Canada, was found himself in New York City. In New York. I don't know if he was in New York City. He was in New York. And uh, he was driving incredibly fast. Oh. He was speeding in his minivan. And this was in Queensbury, in Queensbury, New York, when cops pulled him over. Now, so far, what? Like, Normal. fine, Canadian guy speeding in New York. There's nothing really exciting it's like a about this. song, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a Canadian guy speeding in New York. I think speeding it is. Speeding in New York. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, um, <clears throat> when the cop came to the car, he... What's... Oh, what's that smell? there was an odor. There was an odor coming from the car. Was Would it like, like a Holly guess? Roberts odor? No. Her favorite. Her favorite? <laughs> Her favorite. It was not that odor. It was more of a puff, puff, pass kind of order. Oh! Order. Leading the uh, the officer to request to search the vehicle for said weed. And what he found will change your life forever. Oh, so they didn't find weed? Oh, no, they found weed. But more? It wasn't just a little bit of weed. It wasn't just a little bit Shh. that the guy was... Was he wearing a wig? No. Oh. He had... 179 pounds of weed in the car that he was speeding through New York. 179 pounds of weed in duffel bags in the car as he was driving quickly through New York. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. He was quickly trying to get to his drug I deal. Generally, now I want to preface all of this by saying I've never driven with 179 pounds of weed in my car. However, that would be the time. That I would be following all, I would do, I would take the driver's test over before I put 179 pounds of weed in my car and started driving. I would follow every rule, even the ones nobody knows. That's like me because I have, I don't have my license plates yet and I'm always following the rules. I'm still really upset about that. Have you checked on that? No, I need to do that. Okay. I just put things off and that's my life. You need to. Uh, I will. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. Um, But I'm always obeying the laws. Like, I don't speed. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this. How about don't check on that? It's actually a good thing that you're obeying the laws and not speeding. Just keep doing it. I've yeah. been in a car with you. Hey! Let's leave those those license plates I got off. places to go. Everybody does, Brad. Actually, you know, I will... No, let, this is not about me. Thank you for being so gracious. Let's go back to Manuel Torres. Well, what who, happened to Speeding Weedy? <laughs> He was arrested on two felony counts for criminal possession of marijuana and conspiracy. Yeah. That's crazy. It was a big day. It was a big day. He's going to probably remember that for a long time. Also, I just want to point out that this story was written in the Schenectady Daily Gazette. And I just like to say the word Schenectady as long as po- as much as possible. It sounds like a game that you play, yeah, right? Oh, do yeah. you want to play a game of Schenectady hey, tonight? Hey, we're going to have a party. We're having a couple of couples over to play Schenectady. We got Catan yeah. and Schenectady. Where your caftan? <laughs> Are you coming uh, over in your van? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Thank you. Oh, that's... that's no, no, nope. I can't. When we come back, I'm fresh out of puns. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at two forty-five every day, we play a little game. That game is called the Throwback. 
Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.